welcome back to episode two of High Key Adulting. First of all, Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates. It's just the happiest time of the year, isn't it? So there we go. Um, yeah, welcome back to High Key Adulting and thank you guys so much for all of your support already. It just makes me so happy to see that you guys are enjoying it and loving it. And as I continue to navigate this crazy podcast life, I'm still trying to figure out things such as like different segments I want to do and just little things like that. So just bear with me. But I'm getting the hang of things slowly but surely. So, a few things that I've already come up with for the podcast now is that I'm going to be having a Q&A session. Sometimes I'm going to answer some questions from you guys um, through Instagram, so be sure to follow me on there so that you guys don't miss when I ask you for those. Um, my Instagram is at Jada Jones with three S's. That's J-A-D-A-J-O-N-E-S-S-S. And yeah, be sure to follow me on there so that you guys don't miss out again. Um, But yeah, I'm going to be answering like two to three questions that you guys give me per week on the episode because I want you guys to continue to get to know me as I'm still new on this platform. So yeah, that's that. And the next thing that I'm going to start doing on the podcast is having a quote of the week because I just feel that it is so refreshing and so inspiring to hear a quote every single week just to start your day. Some of my favorite podcasts, including the What We Said podcast and Kaylin's Coffee Talk, they always include a quote. So for this week's quote, since this is a New Year's themed kind of episode, the quote I found is, although no one can go back and make a brand new start, anyone can start from now and make a brand new beginning. And I just can't tell you guys how wholeheartedly I agree with that quote just because it's true. Like, you really can't change your past at all. So I don't even know why people try and focus on what already happened. I mean, that's definitely easier said than done. But I just feel that if you're not satisfied completely with the person that you are, which honestly you shouldn't be, I think that you should be proud of every single thing that you've accomplished and every single thing that you've went through because it's made you like who you are but if you're not completely satisfied with who you are as a person and you want to keep improving which should honestly be everyone's goal you should try and focus on right now and make a brand new beginning than to try and think and mope about going all the way back and just trying to start completely all over because that's just not possible it's also a story to tell so if things just don't go right and there's so many things just like not happening that's not floating your boat at the moment um it's totally fine that's life um things are supposed to go up and down it's not supposed to be the smooth steady thing i like this quote that i found a long time ago i think it's like smooth seas never made a great sailor or something like that but yeah it's something like that along those lines but it's so true like you never see a skilled sailor that has just like done smooth seas all the time they've always had to go through ups and downs and just lots of rocky obstacles i should say um in order to get to where they are so yeah but yeah that was my quote of the week and the next thing that i want to do is answer one q a question and this is a really good one because this is going to talk about the podcast and my uploading schedule so um the question was how often will you post is it once every monday or something i don't know i just love how you wrote that that's really funny but um yeah so i uploaded last week on a tuesday and I'm also uploading this episode on a Tuesday, um, Christmas Day. So um, I think right now I'm going to stick with the uploading on Tuesday schedule because I don't know, am I the only one? But like Tuesdays are the absolute worst day for me. I don't know why because I think that like I like Mondays all right ish because like I like Mondays more than Tuesdays because it's more of a brand new start to the week. 
But Tuesdays are always the worst day for me because it's like, it's not hump day. It's not like halfway through the week like Wednesday is. Thursday's the day before Friday and Friday's Friday and that's so fun and then Saturday's fun. I just think Tuesdays are the worst days so I feel like if I upload something on a Tuesday that'll make everyone's Tuesdays better in some respect but yeah so I think I'm going to stick with Tuesday uploading schedule. Tell me if you guys like that or whatnot and yeah I just felt like that question should have been addressed because I never really addressed it. But yeah so that's that and now we're gonna actually get into today's episode. Um so if you guys read the title I titled it starting the new year with a true fresh start. I did this because sometimes we go into the new year thinking that everything's gonna be amazing on January 1st but you didn't prep that with anything during the last few weeks of 2018 and that is the biggest mistake and that leads us to a lot of failure in the new year. I don't know, like I I seriously wonder sometimes why we as humans get so obsessed with the fact that the new year is this great grand time to start everything at once as if it's any different than December 1st, like literally 24 hours before. Like, yeah, the number changes or whatever, but what a society makes us get this rush of motivation all of a second? It's like that demarcation line between the 31st of December and the 1st of January that gets all the hype. Everyone feels so motivated. Studies show that people sign up for gym memberships the most on January 1st, and people just do everything that they want to do on January 1st. And that is one of the biggest problems of our generation. We literally need to just stop waiting for some great grand sign from the universe before we actually start to do something that will get us closer to our goals. Um, Not to be dark, but um, what if we don't even get it tomorrow? Like, what if you don't even get to see the new year? So basically what I'm trying to say is that there is no right time to start making money or start to be healthy or time to start your new YouTube channel or anything that you'd like to accomplish like there's no right time to do it so don't wait till january 1st if you want to go ahead and establish something do it now like your time is now and again like i said earlier what if you don't get a january 1st you know we tend to procrastinate a whole lot i don't know why that's our issue but like that's our issue um here i am sitting at my dining table at 6 30 in the morning i got up at five because um i know that my house does not get quiet at any other time because there's always something making a noise and this microphone is hella sensitive so any single noise that happens it will pick up so your girl has to wake up at 5 a.m to sit down at this dining table to record this podcast because i just care about it so much and i have the drive to do it and that's how everyone should act if they're so passionate about something why are you waiting for some great grand thing like some great grand sign to go ahead and do what you want to do like if you want to go ahead and just mow the grass and get it out the way or if you just need to go ahead and meal prep for the week or something like just go ahead and do it like just do it so this episode we are going to be talking about a lot of things that i hope that you guys implement before the new year starts um i'm just going to be giving you guys my advice and my tips and tricks as to actually how to have a great year and start off on the right foot so it's the new year it's time to create and set new goals that you'll probably be super motivated about for the first two days and then chuck it away until December only to realize that you didn't accomplish absolutely anything the entire year. Sound familiar? Of course it does. We are all guilty of this trend and hopefully during this episode I can give you guys some kind of format or something to implement motivation and actually set out to achieve what you want to achieve during the year 2019. The first thing that we are going to truly dive headfirst into is how to goal set and how to actually goal set. Like 
good goal setting because I think that sometimes we mistake goal setting as this broad thing when in reality it should be super specific to you and super specific as to how you're going to achieve it. Yeah, so the more specific the better. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Um, so if you guys want to take notes during this podcast, I highly recommend doing it so that you guys have some kind of memento as to, is that even the word? I don't, I don't even know, but like some kind of guide, like a written guide as to how to goal set. Um, cause yeah, I'm going to be reading off my notes a bit that I typed up. So yeah. So again, the more specific, the better, because I think we tend to get overwhelmed with things so easily. So why the hell would you write a list that looks something like this? Get rich, get thick with three C's or be a skinny legend or a healthy lifestyle, more positive vibes um money like literally like that's not specific at all and there's no way you're gonna follow through with something like that also there isn't a how plan developed into any of that which is why almost all of us fail it's usually just a list of things that you want to do not an actual plan on how you're gonna do it you know so make super specific goals that's why i tend to write things out right before the new year starts because i think that goals can be actually really helpful if you write them and plan them the correct way. Otherwise, if you don't, they're kind of pointless, which is why a lot of people are like, oh, goals are so pointless. Like, why do you even write them? Blah, blah, blah. But like, I think that they're actually really good if you tend to go about them the correct way. If not, again, they're pointless. So yeah, I highly recommend making a long-term goal list, which can ultimately be something that looks a little bit more broad because they're long-term goals, but then breaking them down into smaller goals that you can start actually achieving during January 1st, you know, like January 1st. Uh. So yeah, like make smaller goals. So for example, we're going to do an example of a healthy lifestyle um a healthy lifestyle that can be your big overall bubble goal but a long-term goal would be oh i want to be able to be i don't know vegetarian or vegan or something like let's say something like that so that can be a long-term goal so short-term goals would be meatless mondays meaning like starting one week without eating any meat on one day of the week. And then as months progress, you can start doing it two, three, four, until you get to seven days. And then by the end of the year, you can become a vegan slash vegetarian. Like that's just an example. Something that looks something like workout wise, that's the same thing. You can't just say, oh, I want to become thick or like, oh, I want to have abs. Like sure, like that can be your big bubble goal, but a long-term goal would be something more specific. Um, It could be to be able to do 50 push-ups or like be able to be able to run a mile run in blah, 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 blah. So that can also be a long-term goal. And But then you need a how plan to actually start implementing that. So it could be start walking around my neighborhood for 20 minutes. And then you can like create a goal from there that's like, okay, start running around the neighborhood for 20 minutes and things like that. We, I don't know why we do this, but like we, tr- we try and like make these long lists of things that just aren't, They aren't realistic by any means, and it's actually kind of funny because it's like, you wouldn't do this on a regular day, so why do you want to do it on the 1st of January as if something big's gonna change, you know? So I highly recommend just sitting down with yourself either in front of a computer, on like a notes thing, or even on the notes on your phone, or just 
with a journal or something just to be really clear about your intentions for the new year so that you have some kind of plan going into it. Um, If you want to work on studying harder or like making straight A's, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to make straight A's. Like you have to say like, oh, like how am I going to do this? Um, Maybe study 30 minutes extra than I normally would or um, go to tutor with someone once a week just to like help implement it, something like that. Because Otherwise, you're just never going to get there. And it kind of seems, like, redundant almost. It's almost as if, like, Jada, like, I already know that. Like, why are you telling me to do this when I literally already know that? But it's like, yeah, you know it, but, like, why don't you do it, you know? Because it's like, everyone's like, yeah, I know, like, I should, like, do this and I should do that. But, like, you're never actually doing it, which is the problem with just everyone in society because if everyone actually did what they said they were gonna do we'd be in a very different place in the world so that's all I gotta say about that that's that's the tea (laughs) so I just came across this website called shape.com there's an article on there that says the top 10 reasons why you don't stick to your resolutions and I just want to kind of go through it with you guys and see some of the things that it says because honestly I'm just gonna be repeating all this stuff throughout the podcast so I'm just gonna go ahead and look at it um the first thing that it says is going at it alone whether it's quitting smoking improving your tennis game or going to the gym more often don't go at it alone um I highly agree with this because if you don't have someone holding you accountable you're basically relying on yourself and some people are self-motivated enough to kind of carry out their goals on their own but for the majority we kind of need people to watch over us hold our hands to basically hold us accountable and if that doesn't happen you're most likely going to fail so have even a friend or a sister a family member somebody just being like hey like jada get back on your game or like hey you said you were going to do this today why aren't you doing it like have someone that's going to hold you accountable because more often than not you're not going to be the one to hold yourself accountable. The next one it says is extremely lofty resolutions. It says if your goal is to solve world peace, maybe a more attainable goal is to vow that you'll finally read war and peace. (laughs) I already said this a couple minutes ago, but it says most of us create resolutions that are too big, therefore we can't meet them. I definitely agree because yeah, you can't just like quit smoking immediately and you can't just like conquer the world immediately. So you need to have actual good goals that are specific to you. The next one is giving up too easily. Whether you get discouraged or simply lose interest, giving up too easy is a big resolution breaker and many people make their resolutions with the genuine belief that they can accomplish them by come February and that's why this excitement kind of wears off because other things come into your mind and you're just like yeah this isn't gonna work, this ain't it chief, so you just kind of don't do it, you know? I want to add on to this and say that people also fail because they don't track their progress. I think it's a whole other story when you're tracking your progress and you're seeing, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I did that on this day. And yeah, I did this on this day. Like, I'm actually doing something. That'll give you more of a motivation to keep on going because you're seeing the results and you're seeing them slowly but surely. But if you just kind of like do it in a day, you're not going to remember most of the thing that you did. So it's like, even if it's working out, you could be like, hey, I accomplished 15 pushups today. I did this. I did that. Whatever it may be. But like, if you're not tracking your progress, you want to see how much you've grown and when you can't do that it seems just kind of pointless like it feels like you're just kind of doing this for what you know the next reason that it says is time management sometimes you realize your resolution is a bigger time commitment than you'd originally intended instead of trying to accomplish it all in one day break it up into manageable increments again i agree with that too because how can you just throw everything into like one day like on january 1st how is it oh i'm gonna start eating healthy like all day if you know yourself enough to know that you won't stick through something like that, 
I highly suggest just like eating one vegan meal per day, something like that, so that it's like you're making small but mighty steps, you know? Time management is a big thing because you don't block out time in the day to do what you want to do. For example, if one of your goals is to get more in touch with yourself and to start journaling more so that you can track things throughout the year, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to journal every single day this year, period. Like, you have to set out time of the day. It could be like the five minutes that you wake up from bed and you like word vomit. Same thing like 10 minutes before bed if you want to like word vomit or just talk about like how your day went or get a journal prompt or you can plan journal prompts throughout the week so that you already have things to look at and things to write about throughout the week. Something like that. So yeah, time management is key. If you're not planning out time to actually work out or planning out time to eat healthy or planning out time to meal prep, you're not gonna follow through that's just that. The next reason that it says is a financial burden. Many people give up on their resolutions if the associated expenses are too high. For example, losing weight can sometimes require an expensive gym membership. Be creative and try and find less expensive ways to complete your goals. If you're trying to lose weight, you can exercise and work out without a gym. That is so true. So like, for example, if you want to create a YouTube channel, that's a great example. Everyone's like, oh, like I need to have this big camera and this lighting equipment and like all these people like watching all of these things that I do so like I need to spend like so much money on all this stuff there's no way that you're gonna want to follow through with that if your pockets are crying so I started my YouTube channel with an iPhone 6s and iMovie and I did that for over a year so until I got an iPhone 8 and then eventually I upgraded to a Canon G7X and that's now what I'm using but I still use iMovie to edit just because I like it I like iMovie and CuteCut Pro on my phone but um yeah, like, I'm not gonna go ahead and just, like, buy a MacBook right now if I don't really need it, you know? Like, I use my Chromebook, and I love it so much, but I don't even use it for editing or anything. Like, I just use it for actually, like, scheduling the video and, like, adding the description and all that stuff, but, like, I just don't need it. So, why would I go ahead and spend, like, 1000 almost $2,000, like, trying to get this new computer that you might not even want and you might not even be interested in YouTube for that long to continue to pursue it so you're basically just wasting your money on that and I see way too many like new YouTubers that are coming out that are like I need to have this and I need to have this and I need to have this in order to achieve it because um yeah that's the only way I'm gonna be famous and make a lot of money but like I just hate that so much because it's like you can easily start from the bottom like everyone started from the bottom if you guys scroll all the way to the deep dark depths of my youtube channel you can see the ugly videos with the default transition on iMovie and like literally that's where I came from like that's where I started from and like seeing that progress made me so happy because if you're just starting from the top you're not gonna want to do it anymore if you start already with like a million subscribers like you're not gonna want to do it anymore because the journey is honestly the fun part whether you believe it or not but like imagine if you had everything that you wanted in your life right now it wouldn't be fun. You're just kind of sitting there in your mansion with like 10 cars and you just have no goals and no aspirations to achieve anything at all. So like we're working towards that. Like you're working towards having enough money to financially like support yourself and you're working towards all these things and you're never going to be happy if you have everything that you want right now. And this is going down like a whole other path, but like I hope you guys get what I'm saying because like, you know, like, so don't get discouraged if you don't see results immediately. It's a growing process, but if you keep focusing your mind onto it and focusing all of your energy towards your goal, you are bound to see results whether you realize it or not. So continue to track your progress and you will definitely see results. The next reason they said was unrealistic resolutions. We already talked about that enough, so I'm going to go to the next one. Reason seven, no plan. We already talked about that 
enough so i don't need to go more into that but like it's true you just need a plan that will help you achieve your goals you can't just have a list of things that you want to do with no plan and that's just that like you never see an architect just going hey let's throw this house together you know like they need a blueprint and they need drafts and they need people to approve it and they need like all these things if you're gonna throw this house together it's going to fall down if you don't have a plan you know what i'm saying next (laughs) reason eight lack of honesty are you truly committed to running a marathon losing weight or whatever else you are committing to do be honest with yourself oftentimes we find ourselves committing to things because we think we should don't waste your time with that you will only be disappointed in yourself make resolutions you actually want to achieve because you really want to and are actually going to put a plan of action towards it so true if you aren't so ready to become vegan yet or you're not so ready to make straight a's yet like it's not it's not this big great grand thing like if you're just not ready yet either take smaller steps or just wait if it's not the time for it there's always a time and place for something but if you're just not ready for something like that don't make this big grand goal because you're only going to feel disappointed in yourself if things don't work out. So be honest, if you don't think you can go ahead and lose like a million pounds in a year, don't write that down. Like that's so dumb, but like make either smaller goals or just don't write it at all. The next reason, number nine, says the wrong perspective. While you may have the best intentions with your resolution, you could be putting unnecessary pressure on yourself, but put it in perspective. Rather than associating the new year with resolutions or changes you need to make, consider it a time for reflection on things that you wish to work on throughout the year. Quit dwelling on what you have not accomplished and focus on what you will accomplish instead. So true. That's like what I talked about during the quote that I talked about earlier. Don't focus on everything that happened in the past. Like just focus from now on. If something failed like two days ago, don't dwell on it. Like you can cry about it for five minutes, but like that's it. Give yourself time to mope about it for like a period of time and then be done with it you have to just keep moving forward there's no time to stop especially with goals like you're going to fail like i'm just gonna be honest there are so many times that i failed through youtube and just failed through school and just and just things like that but i always realize i end up feeling on top of the world because i know that now and when you know that prior to going into something and you don't expect perfect results immediately uh but yeah approach it from a correct perspective and you'll probably be better off going that way than to just not have a perspective or just have a really bad perspective overall. And the last reason, number 10, is not believing in yourself. That is why I told you guys to just have some kind of person that's going to hold you accountable because if you don't believe in yourself enough, that other person will, especially if you appointed someone that you trust a lot with their opinion, they're going to help you and they're going to support you and they're going to make sure that you achieve what you want to achieve. It says sometimes all you need to keep going is a pat on the back from yourself. Continue to congratulate yourself for your progress. The problem is that many individuals have a very black and white attitude. They see it as either you have achieved your goal or if you failed it. But there is a gray area. That's so true because it's like sometimes it's not like this big success, but it's also not you failed completely. There is so much gray area for like improvement. Maybe something didn't turn out exactly as you planned it, but you still did have success in it and you still did have some kind of failure in it. So it's just a matter of how you look at something, to be honest. I'm going to keep reading on what it says underneath this. If your goal was to send out 10 resumes a week for a new job and you only sent out five, 
don't beat yourself up for it. Rather, congratulate and reward yourself for making the effort towards your goal. That will give you the energy and stamina you need to continue achieving your initial goal. And kill yourself with kindness. With friends, we often offer kindness, praise, warmth, and positive feelings, but most people don't speak to themselves that way. Commit to offering that same kind of kindness and compassion to yourself. I highly agree. I agree so much with self-care and just like realizing that you are worth it and that you do enough and that you are enough, like period. If you send out five resumes, like be happy that you even sent out five, like, you know? So that's okay. We are our largest critics and that's so true. Like we criticize every single selfie we take. We criticize every single move we make. Like that's literally gross, but <laughs> I just tried to rhyme. Um, but yeah, so like we literally criticize ourselves for so much. Like if you make a B on a test, if you do this, if you do that, like it's fine. Like you made the effort. Like that's so fine. I'm a perfectionist, like to an extent that's actually super unhealthy sometimes, but I've gotten so much better about it over the past year because I would always get so beat down about myself if I made anything less than an A in a class and I just like it just it's really it's really frustrating also when society believes that a straight A is something like equivalent to success because like it's not true. It's so dumb. And really looking at the truth from a different perspective like from myself about like grades and all that stuff like even though if your parents might not agree with you because they don't see it from something that you do you know your work that you do better than anyone else and if you know that you tried wholeheartedly but there's still nothing working that's fine take that c take that d take that f like it's completely fine to just like mess up here or there like you made the effort to try just it shouldn't be something that defines who you are and i just really had to um come into some kind of like realization that a grade doesn't define who you are i'm gonna be super honest this year first quarter i made my first c ever and um instead of like really moping about it and crying about it i didn't really care because first of all um there are some problems with uh the class in itself and i just don't like it number one i don't like it number two it's required for me to graduate and i'm just trying to get out of here like i'm just trying to graduate so um I just realized, like, I worked so hard in that class. I don't even care. That is the one class that I couldn't give, like, two less shits about. Like, I literally, it's so awful. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I'm going to be so honest with you guys because I just think that if I'm going to be honest and tell you guys to do all these things and to implement all these things, I should go ahead and be honest with you guys. So... Yeah, I made a C. I made a 77 in the class for first quarter. For second quarter, I'm definitely doing way significantly better, but um, it was just a really hard quarter, and it seemed like every single thing that I was doing, every single retake that I took for a test, I got the exact same grade. So I knew that it just wasn't, it just wasn't it, Chief. So um, I wasn't going to beat myself down about it. Instead of just like moping about it and just being upset about it, I was really just focused on making sure that I made myself proud. The one thing that I hate, so much now it's just when people ask like oh what did you get on your report card like yeah but like why do you want to compare yourself to me what to make me feel like way less than you like okay that's cool in the long run it really doesn't help you at all if you're gonna use that in some kind of negative way if i got a 70 on a test and someone was like hey what did you get i'd be like i got a 70 like i'm not gonna be mad about it and people are like oh jada got a 70 yeah like like, I did. Yeah, you're right. I did. So, like, I'm not going to be ashamed of it because I know that I worked hard and I'm just going to be like, look, that was one test. I already know my grade isn't going to be low. I literally have a 4.3 GPA and I'm not going to cry about it. Like, that's all I said to myself. Even though I might bring it down a little, like, I'm just not. I'm just, 
I'm not going to worry about it. And it shouldn't be something that I have to feel obligated to compare myself to. Quote unquote friends always ask you like, what you get on this? What you get on that? Like, did you get this? Like, it's, I think it's fine to ask once in a while and just be like, hey, like, congrats. Or like, hey, like we both fail that together. Or like, oh, could have done better. Oh, well. But like, if you're constantly trying to compare yourself to people, like, it's just, It's just honestly so stupid. But yeah, I completely went off track. But basically the last reason said, if you don't believe in yourself, have someone accountable for you. Um, If not, I'll be accountable for you. Slide in my DMs. Literally just like email me something and I will be accountable for you. And yeah, so that is the end of part one. And now I'm going to answer another Q&A question. The next Q&A question says, how do you prepare yourself for adulthood and the responsibilities that come along with it? Um, This is a good question because, you know, high-key adulting, but, like, um, I just think that you have, to, you have to be accountable for yourself, and you really have to just sit down with yourself and be, like, look, I'm growing up. Well, like, I'm going to college, and, like, I'm doing this, or, like, I'm just going into the workforce, and, I'm like, I've got to start making my own money. Whichever path that you guys choose to go down, you have to be able to be honest with yourself. Like, I'm just repeating, honestly, everything that was in that article and everything that I believe, because it's true. You have to prepare yourself while you're in school as a teen and while you live at home as a teen because you're really testing yourself and like your true like personality and your true self will really arise when you move away from home. I haven't moved away from home but I can tell you guys yeah like I definitely don't know everything that's so true I still have things to learn but like I am so independent to a point where if you were to throw me out of this house like right now I could make it somehow somewhere I'd find some way to make it there are so many students where I know I could there are so many teens where I know couldn't say the same about themselves because they are so dependent on everyone else's opinions or their parents for such and such or whatever like if you're gonna go ahead and say that you're responsible and that you're an adult like you need to go ahead and take initiative and be able to call yourself an adult I know some 14 13 year olds that are like making bank and like doing what they like to do and like I literally consider them adults because if you're going ahead and like taking an initiative and saying hey I don't care what anyone else thinks but I'm gonna go ahead and do what I want to do that is being an adult and there are also some people that are older than 18 that I would not consider adults because they just haven't learned how to be independent and they haven't learned how to financially support themselves or they haven't learned how to basically self-care like there's so many I think adulthood is a very gray area for so many people and it sucks that a lot of adults actually look down on like teens or like young adults if they have their life together or if they're choosing to get married at an earlier age than they did or like whatever but like this generation is changing so much and this world has also changed so much and especially American teens like we live very different lifestyles than our parents did so it's super just you just need to approach it from a way that you trust yourself and and you only take opinions and criticism from people that you trust and people that you care about including yourself because at the end of the day those are the only opinions that should matter to you they just should you shouldn't listen to that one negative comment that you get on a picture on instagram or that one thing that someone shouted at you at the mall that like literally like no one like who are you like you know so like don't take anything seriously at all You just need to be able to fully trust yourself and be like, look, I'm growing up. And that's how you prepare yourself. Like, you need to start from home and you need to start as a teenager because y'all, like, adulthood, like, I remember being, like, 14, 13, like, two days ago. And, like, I'm 16 turning 17. Like, it's actually insane that I remember sitting in my social studies class in eighth grade and my teacher was like, y'all, you guys have four years and eight months. And then she said four years and three months, four years and two months. And, like, by the end of the year, I realized that at the end of 10th grade that 
like I literally had like two years left and then in junior year I realized that I'm graduating early so like I literally have less than one year left I have five months left of school and I'm out I don't think that you guys understand how vividly I remember sitting in that class and her saying, y'all, you guys have four years, eight months, and you're off the train. And like, literally, like that time is like now, like it's literally now. So um, time passes by too fast to worry about what anyone else thinks. And the second part of that question was like the responsibilities that come along with it. I think I kind of already addressed that, but like to go more into detail about it, you just have to start being responsible for the things that you're doing now. Like if you're holding yourself accountable for the grades you make and you're holding yourself accountable for the chores you do in your house like yeah I had low-key have a problem with that but it's okay um but like holding yourself accountable for the projects that you create like if you're already going ahead and taking the initiative to create a project like sticking through with that that's just showing how responsible you are like if you're committing yourself to something and if you're being on time to things like you're just preparing yourself slowly as a teenager to become an adult so take every single opportunity to say like hey I'm growing up like we need to do this like I need to be here on time like I need to do this I need to um I need to go ahead and have like a teacher conference like with my teacher and like be an adult and like talk to my teacher about like things that need to happen and like stuff like that so like you just need to hold yourself accountable so that's basically it like that's how you prepare yourself for adulthood and yeah so now into part two i'm going to be talking about the thing that is the most prominent kind of thing in our lives as teenagers um we have these things called electronics we have phones we have laptops we have all these things since we spend so much of our lives on these electronic devices it just seems right that we clean them before the new year to get a really fresh start oftentimes our phones can feel just extremely toxic especially if you just have people on there that you just don't really talk to anymore i do a lot of work with social media so it's insane to have to deal with all of these things and it's just it's actually like really toxic for my brain and my body if i have to deal with all of these negative things that are happening on my social medias so um yeah the average person checks their phone about 150 times per day so if that doesn't scream insane to you i don't know what does another really kind of scary thing is that tweens spend about four hours and 36 minutes of screen time per day while teens spend an average of six hours and 40 minutes on a screen per day personally if I'm reflecting on myself, I really don't spend that much time surfing through Instagram or surfing through Snapchat because I really don't even use Snapchat anymore. I found it really pointless after the update that was a long time ago, so I've honestly just gotten rid of Snapchat. I mean, it's everything can be done through Instagram now, but six hours and 40 minutes on a screen, that's almost seven hours, and if you multiply seven times seven for a week, that's 49, and multiplying that by four weeks, like, and then a year, we spend so much time on our phones. That's actually insane but yeah with that time i think one big goal that all of us should make in 2019 is just stop scrolling through social media mindlessly you have no idea i'm even guilty of it sometimes but even scrolling through instagram for like two minutes can turn into 30 minutes and turn into two hours super quick it's just really just putting down your phone and it's funny even if like for example say you get grounded or something right you are more likely to get things done when you're grounded than when you're just not grounded because you don't have like a phone 
to worry about and you don't have a phone to constantly check up on but i'm gonna give you guys some tips as to how to phone detox and how to really just get connected with yourself without the presence of a phone in the 2019 year the first thing that i would highly recommend while deep cleansing your phone is unfollowing any social media accounts that don't serve you i say this time and time again i have two accounts because i switched all of my personal friends and um people that i associate with at school onto my personal account but on my business account i only follow like a hundred and something people because it's so much to look at and there's always someone posting new pictures if you follow like two thousand to four thousand people even one thousand people is so much even 500 people is so much the only people that i follow on my business accounts are youtubers that i look up to and people that i really look up to celebrity wise like i don't even follow a lot of singers or anything i mostly follow youtubers and influencers that i feel inspired by personally and i follow close friends on there and i also follow my close youtube friends on there i think it's also safer that you're not following so many people because people are crazy these days um and they will stalk all of your people that you're following and that can mean people that go to your school or people that you're associated with or anything so i just think that it's super safe just to keep people that you personally look up to and people that you are personally close to and who feel comfortable being followed by a public account the first group of people that you need to unfollow immediately because they're just it's almost like you're ghosting them in a way but it's like people that you just simply don't know or don't talk to not including celebrities and influencers but regular people that you either met once and you never speak to ever again or just like people that you simply just don't know and don't talk to like you're literally just like a placeholder and you're just holding these people on your accounts for what wouldn't you rather focus all of your energy and time into like people that you actually want to keep up with the next people are people that don't currently align with your goals and current inspiration basically by that i mean most celebrities and people and influencers and such because like say for example like you were super into i'm just gonna bring up like emma chamberlain (laughs) because like that's an example i could use say you just don't really like like her content anymore or something i personally love her so don't attack me i love her so much and i just like her content and i think that she's actually a really smart business person and she knows how to keep her audience engaged with her and i just look up to her but personally say you were super into her when she had a small channel which i was but everyone kind of fell off the bandwagon when she got successful because i don't know people are like that i don't know why but everyone's like oh she's changed blah 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 blah. so if you're one of those people that like thinks like oh she's changed why would you follow her still literally just unfollow her like it's fine you don't need to keep up with everything that she's doing that goes with anybody even just people in your life that you just don't want to associate yourself with unfollow them it's fine it's your social media like you should be able to do what you want to do with it unfollow done the next people are the people that you feel actually awful when you look at their stuff so either they post shitty things about their life or something or drama or just trying to start and ignite things and their sob story or like how life is treating them so bad basically what i'm trying to say are finstas so yeah i only follow a few finstas because i just i can't deal with that entire lifestyle it's really really toxic and it's just not okay when things are posted and when things are just said if you just don't want to deal with a finsta unfollow it it's not that hard to deal with that also means people in your life that don't currently serve you like if you don't want to follow them anymore unfollow them if there are just current like toxic people in your life that you can't really get up the courage to unfollow and it kind of sucks that i have to say that because it's like it sounds like this big thing like oh like i need to unfollow this person but if you just can't get up the courage to actually unfollow them because you think it's going to cause drama or something y'all the mute tool on instagram has saved lives like literally saved lives it's a way for you to not have to deal with their content um but basically all you have to do is just hit the three dots in the top right corner and then you hit the mute button and basically you can choose to mute their posts 
post their stories or both their posts and stories. I have so many people muted right now on my personal account because I just can't deal with people and I feel like you don't need to suffer and look at their content if it's something that you just don't want to like it's it's social media like it's not this big thing it's not like rocket science if you just don't like someone unfollow them if you don't like someone mute them if you're having drama with someone or if you're not currently cool with someone or you just don't want to deal with them mute them unfollow them block them like i just don't get how it's this big thing it shouldn't have to be so um but yeah use the mute tool if you seriously can't unfollow them and like you think that you're just going through a rough patch with someone right now and you don't want to see their content at the moment because it'll make you think of things or whatnot mute them it's fine you don't have to unfollow them they don't get notified when you mute them either so um it's it's fine it doesn't cause drama people aren't hurt everyone's a-okay you know guys once you do that i swear that you feel 100 times better when your social media becomes detoxed and uncluttered from people who just simply don't serve you anymore but yeah that's my rant and yeah so the next thing is to change your home and lock screen for a new feel i don't know about you guys but every single time that i change my home screen and a wallpaper i feel like a new woman and a new case or something like changing your phone case because like it just gives you a new feel you're going into a new year this is a big thing like grand why not change everything on your phone and your electronics like change your laptop screen unclutter things just make everything better towards you if you have a really cluttered home screen organize all of your apps into certain categories same thing with your laptop trash things that you don't use anymore say you have some things from three years ago on your google docs file like delete all those things you just want a really clear and fresh start electronically for your new year you need to be able to feel clean and in a space that serves you <laughs> i keep saying that but it's, it's true why would you go on your phone in january and be like wow I feel like the same person literally all this stuff is just awful like change things around so that you feel better so that things do feel new because since technology is such a big part in our lives like that's the one thing that you should be able to just clean up you know so just clean it up the next thing is to also just learn to turn off all of your notifications i have my instagram notifications turned off i have app stuff like all my app notifications turned off because i don't need my phone buzzing through a million times a day um it's just it's really annoying like it's so annoying especially if you have a group chat or something that just like doesn't stop texting you and you're not completely into it or something like mute it block it it's fine like you literally lead the conversation like do whatever you need to do so that you feel better you know next thing i'm giving you guys a goal to start doing in 2019 is to resist the urge to get on your phone for the first two hours after you wake up the first couple of hours prior to waking up are so crucial you could get so much done in two hours i was literally up at 5 a.m this morning and i didn't really get on my phone like i did just a little bit just to wake me up because i haven't gotten up at 5 a.m in a long time yeah i got on it for like five minutes like scrolled through social media then i got up made up my bed got dressed brushed my teeth like did all those things and then i came downstairs and started recording I have not been on my phone since like I haven't really like gotten on it try and resist the urge to just get on your phone not even just two hours after waking up after dinner like just get off your phone or something for the rest of the night you're not gonna miss much I know like you probably think that you're gonna miss like the biggest trend or like whatnot but it's like it's really not that important when it comes down to it and I'm sorry if I just ruined your life if social media is your life trust me I get it social media is literally my life too like that's what I want to do with my life I want to be a social media influencer all things come in moderation and it's so hard for me to do that personally because I have to be on my phone to promote things and I have to be on my phone to post content and I have to be on my phone to edit and do all these things but I'm rarely on my phone to just scroll through social media for two to three hours first of all I get bored second of all you feel very shitty afterwards so that's a whole other story the one thing that I am guilty of though is watching so much YouTube like it's actually insane but I only watch YouTubers that serve me like I only watch YouTubers that I currently feel aligned with otherwise unsubscribe 
vibe like whatever but yeah just give everything uh, technology just a new feel just because it just y'all it just feels so much better <laughs> Like, I could say it wholeheartedly because I've personally done a social media cleanse. Even challenge yourself to just go an entire day from start to finish with not going on your phone. And if you don't trust yourself enough, give your phone to a sibling, a sibling that you trust, obviously, or like a parent and just say, hey, I'm not trying to get on my phone. Can you please hide this for the end of the day? And there's no way you're going to be able to get it. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to not use your phone that much. I'm telling you, y'all, that screen time adds up so quick. And some people are like, how do you time manage? It's not that hard. Like, again, it's not rocket science. Just get off of your phone sit down with yourself and be like what takes up the most time in my life and for most of you guys it is phone time and it is like watching netflix and it is like doing all these things which is okay in moderation like you want to be able to reward yourself i deserve this let me watch a couple episodes of gossip girl or whatever it becomes different when you're binge watching the entire season you get what i mean acknowledge how time is crucial in your lifetime and that you're literally turning into a robot slowly and slowly and slowly literally that's all that's the biggest like umbrella topic thing that i have to say hang out with friends and not get on your phone while going out with friends leave the phone at home like it feels so much better when you're sitting at dinner and you're actually talking to the people that you are with whether that's friends family whatever but yeah that's like rant number two and I'm kind of done with that entire topic point is spend your time wisely during the 2019 year you will not regret it and you will feel so much more productive it sounds like this like mystic thing that can like never be accomplished but I can assure you that it can be accomplished so easily you just need a little bit of willpower and someone hide your phone that's it less screen time in 2019 so this is the last part of the podcast and this is about to be like three four minutes long so bear with me but the last thing that i want to close off saying is that nothing is going to change if you simply just don't do it people are always asking me constantly like left and right like jada how do i start this or how do i do this or how do i time manage or how do i do whatever like whatever it is you literally just have to do it get up off of where you're sitting right now and just do it stop just stop everything and just do it like literally do it people think too much and they don't do enough like you think about oh like i could be so successful while doing this but like you haven't gotten you haven't even taken the first step to do it you know the first step of something is always the hardest thing to do and if you remember that and you just power through that first step it's just like waking up waking up is the hardest thing to do like literally i could get up at 5 a.m every single morning but that first step of just stepping out of my bed is the hardest thing to do retweet yeah it's the hardest thing so like i think about how i've planned this podcast and it just simply would not be here if i didn't create a name if i didn't create my podcast cover if i didn't research how to record and film and edit it would not be here if i simply just didn't press record and if you think about things like that so many things become so much easier like the first workout if you're trying to get healthy and like fit that's always the hardest one like the first like meal prep thing that you have to do to be like healthy like that's the first thing that you have to do it's always the hardest it's always the hardest to just commit to something and do it and since i am a perfectionist it is the hardest thing when the first thing doesn't go out completely well like literally guys i was about to not post that first podcast episode because i was simply just not completely proud of it but i was like look this is the process like literally it's not going to be perfect so acknowledge that and realize that it's going to get better over time and you will start to see success because if you didn't post it who knows when you would have posted you know so like i just 
took a leap of faith and you guys actually seem to enjoy it which I'm actually super happy about but it was not my proudest work I was not super happy with it um I've been having some audio issues because I was literally in my closet <laughs> that first time and things were moving so it was like there was some background noise and then like me trying to figure out how to normalize the audio there were just so many things that were just going wrong and I was like yo like this ain't it point is like you really just need to do something like get into your workout clothes that might be the hardest thing to do like that just might be it you know but yeah there are just so many things to make excuses about and to complain about and you simply just have to be the person to tell yourself like hey just do it like literally isn't it nike yeah nike wait i want to be sure that i'm not being stupid wait nike just do it yeah it is nike wow i'm happy wait i'm so stupid I'm, y'all it's five in the morning don't judge me actually it's not even five in the morning it's eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> Okay, well, um, yeah, y'all have seen me get delirious throughout the morning. Even now, after I close this episode out, I'm gonna start editing it, and then I'm gonna probably, like, set it up to post tomorrow. You just have to be willing to do it. So, but yeah, I'm really happy with how this podcast is turning out. I just want to be able to provide so much more for you guys. I feel like you guys have already gotten me so far with, like, who I am as a person, and I've just realized so much over the past few years, so it's only right for me to just throw back that love straight back at you guys. You guys provide me with so much happiness and so much joy, and it's only right that I do the same towards y'all but yeah thank you guys so much for listening um and tuning in today because this podcast wouldn't be here if you didn't listen but um yeah definitely follow me on Instagram again because I do so much on there and I interact with you guys a hell of a ton on there so follow me it's at Jada Jones with three s's that's j-a-d-a-j-o-n-e-s-s-s and keep up with me on there also be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube I make so much content on there also and again we're on the road to 5k so definitely subscribe and keep up with me on there i think that i see so many bright things happening for this podcast and i'm super excited so be sure to um leave me topic ideas and like all that stuff on my instagram also because again i do so much on there but yeah um i want to hear what you guys want because i take in a lot of feedback and i want to make sure that i'm providing you guys with the best content possible be sure to rate review and subscribe to this podcast and thank you guys so much and i will talk to you guys in a later podcast take Take care. Bye.